calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This tale, Story Club members, goes out to my beloved listener Remington, who at just 12 years old has come up with a story for all of you with his dad, Jason. Remington has set his spooky tale in Mississippi, which is home to bluegrass music, riverboats, and owls. Let's swoop into today's tale and see who we run into, shall we? Today's story is one that Remington calls Bewildered Woods. R.J. lived in a quiet, traditional South Mississippi neighborhood. Cozy homes with wood-planked exteriors and warm paint colors one after the other, with friendly neighbors, windows cracked, and the smell of fresh cornbread often wafting in the air. On his 12th birthday, RJ's mom and dad gave him a brand new shiny red bicycle, which was awesome because his old bike was too small for him and the back tire had started to lose air regularly, causing a wobble. On his old bike, RJ had only been allowed to ride to the stop sign at the end of his street and back. But now that he was 12 years old and had a bigger, safer bike to ride, his parents had given him new boundaries. You see, they could always be reasonably confident that he'd find his way back home because their neighborhood had been developed as a big circle, a loop with small streets that all branched off the main loop. RJ's new boundaries allowed him to ride around the entire circle and any side street that connected to the loop. RJ's parents only gave him one rule to follow on his new bike. RJ was not allowed to cut through yards or trails. He had to stay on the main pavement, they told him. Now RJ would get home from school and rush straight over to his new bike every day. He would be out on his bike for hours, rain or shine. He loved riding it. He loved everything about it. He loved pedaling in the fresh air. 
He loved to find puddles and ride his bike right through the middle of them to create a splash. He loved the animals he would see on his journeys. There was the neighbor's dog that chased him through the fence from one end of its yard to the other. Woof, woof, how he loved seeing that great big golden retriever happily wagging its tail. But most of all, RJ loved the owl who lived in a big oak tree in his front yard, who would often hoot at him as he rode by. There was just one part of RJ's daily bike ride around the loop that he didn't like quite so much. Okay, the truth was that it downright irritated him. You see, every time he made his loop around the neighborhood, RJ rode by the same patch of woods. And in the middle of this stretch of wood that ran alongside the path, there was a small opening with a dirt path leading deep into the wilderness. RJ would often stop his bike in front of this opening and stare down through the dirt from the safety of the paved trail. Off in the distance, just off the path, if RJ squinted, then he could see that there was an old, faded wooden sign. The sign definitely said something, but it was just too far away for RJ to read. He was often tempted to go past the boundaries his parents had set, to break their one rule so that he could finally find out what was on that sign. Ugh! One day, curiosity finally got the best of him, and RJ decided that it wouldn't hurt to take a quick peek. He looked around to make sure no one was watching him, and then he slowly rode his bike down the dirt path into the woods toward the sign. When he got there, the sign was covered in dust. Using his hand, RJ wiped off the sign. Then he stepped back and read the words, Bewildered Woods. Huh? thought RJ. What a weird thing to have written right off on the edge of a bustling suburban neighborhood. But as he turned to head back to the paved sidewalk, horror overtook him. A wall of trees towered over where the road once was. How can this be? RJ looked through the trees, expecting to see the road. Instead, all he saw was a dense, dark forest that went on and on and on. There was only one direction he could go, down the path deeper into the bewildered woods. After all, surely there was a neighborhood close by. It couldn't be more than a few hundred feet away, right? So RJ rode deeper and deeper into the woods in search of another way out. As he rode, he noticed a few things. For one, the sounds were different. It didn't sound like a neighborhood at all anymore, even though he'd only pedaled a little ways away. He couldn't hear people chatting. He couldn't hear cars. He couldn't hear lawnmowers. Nothing at all like that. What he heard instead was all the sounds of the wilderness. Everything seemed to echo, even the creaking of the trees. The next thing he noticed was the trees themselves. They weren't the nice brown oaks he would often see growing in and around his familiar neighborhood. No, these trees were black and twisted. Most of the roots seemed to be tripping over one another. The branches were warped and brown vines were climbing all over them. The leaves were sparse, but they looked healthy and green. Somehow these trees appeared alive and dead at the very same time. RJ rode on for what must have been an hour. Fear was really starting to set in. How far does this weird path go? Will I ever make it out of these woods, he thought? 
Then, up in the distance, he saw another sign. Ah, finally, maybe it will tell me how to get out of here. As RJ got closer, he could make out what the sign said, but disappointment promptly settled in. It's just another sign that says, Bewildered woods, he muttered on the verge of tears. But wait! RJ hopped off his bike. As he approached the sign, he could see his handprint on the sign from where he dusted it off when he first entered the woods. It was the same sign! He'd been riding on this trail for an hour and ended up back where he started. RJ felt lightheaded. He dropped to the ground in absolute terror. Panic had totally taken over. I'm trapped here. I can't leave. RJ knew that the sun would set in a few hours. He was consumed by a paralyzing fear. What would happen to him after dark when he couldn't see anymore? He had no idea what to do. He buried his head in his hands and started to cry. And that's when he heard it. It was subtle at first. It was an owl. RJ heard it again, closer this time. Wait a minute. I know that sound. It's an owl, and not just any owl. That's my owl, the one that lives in the oak tree in front of my house. RJ desperately searched for the owl overhead. Then, out of nowhere, the familiar owl landed on a branch, just a few feet from RJ. The owl stared at him, as if it were trying to tell him something. A moment later, the owl took off. It wasn't flying over the trail, though. It was flying through the thick woods, and RJ had to make a quick decision. Was he going to follow the owl and leave what little security the trail offered? Or would he stay and hope he could come up with something? he decided to mount his bike and follow the owl. RJ pedaled through the dense forest, trying desperately to keep up with the owl. The owl flew from tree to tree, almost too fast for RJ to keep up with. His bike started moving faster and faster. He was going downhill. The hill got steeper and steeper until he wasn't pedaling at all anymore. He was just steering and trying to dodge trees while not losing track of the owl. It vanished for a moment and RJ frantically searched the trees overhead. By the time he looked back down in front of him, it was too late to stop or swerve to miss the giant bush that appeared dead in front of him. Ah! RJ closed his eyes as he collided with the bush. RJ hit and plowed hard into the bush before tumbling out the other side. His bike landed on top of him, uh, knocking the breath out of his body. Ow! RJ groaned as he lay flat on his back, trying to collect himself. Oh no, oh no, the owl! RJ looked everywhere in the sky above him for the owl, but he didn't see anything but open sky. Wait a minute, open sky? No branches overhead, he thought. Just then he heard the sound of children laughing. He threw his bike off him and sat up. RJ realized that he was back in his own neighborhood. Kids were running and playing in a yard close by as the sun set. The familiar sounds of his neighborhood filled his ears. He picked up his bike and pedaled just as fast as he could home. He'd loved his neighborhood before, but he treasured it even more now. After that day, RJ always made sure to leave little treats out by the tree for his favorite owl. And of course, he decided not to break his parents' rule and cross the biking boundaries ever again.
Ah, so chilling. I just love this imaginative tale. Thank you so much to Remington and his dad, Jason, for coming up with The Bewildered Woods. If you have a great idea for a chilling story to share with the Story Club community, email me at ivy at gokidgo.com. And come back tomorrow for another episode of Ivy's Chilling Tales, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.